Have you ever wanted to just check out, escape the rat race, and just check out and enjoy life? And what would that look like? So about eight months ago, I made a comment, and little did I know at the time I was planting a seed, but I was like, I don't even remember what I was frustrated at, but I I told my wife and my kids, I'm like, we need to just sell everything and travel the world. And they're like, oh no, dad. My kids are like, no, dad, I can't, I can't leave and do that. Well, that topic has started to come up and it started to creep into our conversations and that seed has taken root. Now I've been watching videos, family sells everything to travel the world, and I've just been thinking about what that would look like. And so now we're on the precipice of trying to decide what we're going to do for the upcoming year. And one of the options on the table is to just sell it all. Now, when I say sell it all, what do I mean? So we have a primary residence and we have a rental. And then we have some student loan debt, uh, a little bit of debt on cars, a little bit of debt on like money that I borrowed out of my um, retirement account. And then, and then you pay it back in. Um, So we have a little bit of debt like that. So this is what that would look like. We would sell our primary residence and with the exception of, you know, a a couple, um, maybe sentimental pieces or whatever, you know, like our kids have a box that we put things in as they grow up. We'd keep that kind of stuff. Um, but all the like just stuff we would sell or donate. The goal would be to get everything down. Uh, my parents, have a house out of state that we'd probably stop by and visit so we would probably try to get everything down to just a little bit that we could store at their house so we don't have to pay for a storage unit and we would we would sell our house we have about i don't know two hundred thousand dollars in equity in our house we'd sell that we'd pay off debt and then we would take the money that's left and we would budget it out month by month hopefully for a 12 month stint at least and then we would attempt to travel staying at airbnbs or uh, rental properties or you know whatever maybe maybe visiting people that we know in different areas but whatever the case we would budget out our year and we would travel for a year on the money and the proceeds that we get from our sale of our primary residence and all of our stuff and then um, our renters would pay for our rental um, just as it's always been And then when we get to the end of the year, during the year, we would travel, but we would also try to find some remote work jobs, some online jobs, uh, maybe try to build up some of our online content income and, uh, you know, just figure out a way to start bringing in enough money to survive and keep that lifestyle going. We'd kind of get an idea of how much it costs to live like that. We've kind of mapped out some things now. We haven't looked at it real closely. But I think it's a feasible option. And once we realized it was a feasible option, now we're we're really looking at it. So what are the drawbacks? We would wipe out the equity we have in our house, for sure. But at the same time, we would wipe out all of our student loans. So when we came back in a year, that was actually our first house, um, the one that our renters are in. And uh, their lease would be up by then. We would have to have them move out, and we would move back into that house until we... Um, saved up a down payment, got some jobs and got some security and we could move on to our next primary residence. Um, the thing about that is, like I said, it would eat out all of our equity. And when we rebought our house, 
or a house like our house, um, we're kind of, we like nice stuff. Let's put it that way. Um, that house is going to cost a lot more. And if interest rates are still up, it's going to cost us a lot more in interest because we have a low interest rate and the price that we paid for that house, the house we live in now, it'll never be like that again. But here's the thing. Even though we'd be starting over, kind of, it, it really wouldn't be because we wouldn't have student loans. We wouldn't have any uh, debt on cars or anything like that. And we still have our experience and our um, degrees and all that kind of stuff. So we, I'm sure we could get our foot in the door um, back in the education world. So we're kind of toying with this idea. What I'm putting this podcast out for, and I'm going to put out a, a YouTube video, um, a little more thought out. You know, I'm, I'm driving in my car, but I would love to hear your comments, um, your ideas, what we should think about if we haven't thought about everything. Um, we really want to make sure we make the right decision for our family uh, because there's a lot to think about. Our kids would have to be on board and they go back and forth just like we go back and forth. Um, one of them's in high school, one of them's in uh, middle school, so they would lose that year. And possibly if we kept it going, if we figured out a way to get the income coming in, um, they would not have a traditional high school experience. However, I truly believe that the things that they would experience would be so much better than what they get sitting in a classroom in a school. And it would draw our family together, hopefully, wouldn't push us apart, draw us together. We'd have all these memories. You know, they're only going to be with us for a few more short years. And one thing I wish we had done with our older kids was, you know, think outside the box more and spend more time with them. I was so focused on moving on to the next phase of life and it was to their detriment like I lost a lot of time with them that I could have spent with them and so I don't know it's just something that we're thinking about and I just wanted to kind of put this out there in the podcast world because I know that there may be somebody out there that knows somebody that either did this is doing this has been successful in doing this has done this and failed or just has some kind of experience or even people that are just thinking about it too. Um, you know, some of the things we're toying around, do we get an RV? You know, if we get an RV, we got to keep up with maintenance. We got to do all that stuff. Or do we get one of those camper things that you just put on a truck and maybe it has less maintenance and then you just have to worry about the truck Then you can unhitch the truck when you go into cities and stuff. If you want to see big cities, uh, do we get a van? Do we, you know, but at the same time, if we buy a big thing like that, we're going to eat through most of our equity and then we won't have it to travel. So there's a lot to think about. Um, right now, we're leaning towards just having a van or an SUV, um, just one vehicle, and staying in, you know, Airbnbs and stuff like that so we can, we're not all packed into one little place and we don't have to pay for lot rent. I mean, to me, if I'm paying to rent a spot at an RV park and I've bought the RV and I'm keeping maintenance on the RV and I'm paying for gas and a big gas, you know, chugger like an RV. I just feel like it would actually be more expensive to travel around like that and less enjoyable because I don't really look forward to driving something that big and and I think it would limit some of our options. So I don't know. It's a lot to think about. Um, please go back and check out some of my other episodes. But most importantly, check out my episode on YouTube about this. It will come out either about when this podcast does, maybe a couple days before, hopefully. 
So when you go over there, the, the YouTube channel is called Wealth and Eyes. And uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear your ideas. And if you know anybody that's done this, share this podcast with them, please. And uh, they're welcome to make some comments on our YouTube channel or reach out to me via email. I really prefer the conversation on YouTube just because it, number one, it helps grow the channel when there's comments on there. Number two, it's like a real-time conversation. It's just kind of cool to go back and forth, whereas email sometimes I don't see for a few days. And sometimes I don't see it for a long time. So anyway, God bless. Uh, I'll see you on the next episode.